Hey there, hi there, hold there. School started back for me, for Katie, for Laura Jean. Laura. 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 Loretta. It's for a Laura Jane. Laura Jane. Lara, like a Lara bar. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if this if this movie was like set in Atlanta, like where Insatiable was set? It's supposed to be set in Virginia. So does Virginia? Do they have like Southern accents or? I didn't they know. They some heat babies. Okay, I didn't know. I've which, never been to Virginia. Which is why when I was watching this movie, I was like, why are there no yee boys anywhere? Because it's unrealistic high school expectations. No one is revving their truck engine in the parking lot. Nobody's nobody's driving any pickup trucks. No one has their dip spit bottle. Like, what is happening? Yeah. I guess they're not, they don't want to go too southern. So, Katie, tell me, how was your first week of school? Um, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was below average. I would agree. It was pretty awful. The first two days, I was already considering, do I want to change my major? And um, I almost cried a little bit. Didn't get quite there. But I got in the car and said, I don't know if I can do this. Um, like, the first day was fine because all I had was literature and geology. Geology kind of freaked me out because I'm not good at science at all. So no matter what kind of science is it, it is, it can be, like, the simplest science ever. And I would freak out over it. It would be second-grade science. I'd be like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I had a video journalism on day one. And right now it's fine because my professor is nice enough to, like, move the 8 o'clock time back to 8.20. But I'm terrified to shoot videos. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that for media writing. I don't want to be on a camera, ever, um, but I'm going to have to for That's the probably last why we don't do, like, videos for our podcast. Literally why. <laughs> I, have, I have, like, self-esteem issues. But, um, yeah, there's only three projects, and I'm telling myself I can suck it up and deal with it. And then, uh, yeah, it didn't seem like any of these professors really cared about what fun thing I did over the summer, except for my reporting professor. Everyone else said, let's do the homework, kids. Let's go. Ugh. That's Buckle a nightmare. In, sweeties. Yep, I already have quizzes next week. No exams, though, yet. So that's good. That's the next week. <laughs> I had a quiz on week one. <laughs> I have a paper due Tuesday and Ooh. an assignment due Thursday. And it's... um kind of killing me i just have a lot of reading to do just a lot of I reading i haven't read a single word that's that's probably what it takes to be an english major is just to read a lot journalism they just keep coming up to me and saying where to get your news yep same thing for me and then it was like okay kids let's go tell me what's happening in the world i was like i don't really know and of course in my media writing class we had to bring up trump we had to bring up fake news yeah yeah. It's tough to be a journalist major. It, it is tough. It's tough to be a journalist. It's like, we're not going to lose our First Amendment rights. It's like, <laughs> help me, help me, help me, help me. That's <laughs> how so I feel in every class. And everyone is so much better than me. And I don't mean that in a, like, don't compare yourself. Like, they are better than me. They walk in there and they're like, yeah, this summer I had an internship with Garth Brooks's manager. And oh, like, my god. It was chill or whatever. And then, like, we got a little bit of a pretentiousness, which I'm... I'm always here for the boy, the boy next to the other boy said, are you from New York? It's actually upstate New York. Um, I'm from Buffalo, Northern Buffalo. I was like, you're from Buffalo. 
I was like, I'm going to literally roll my eyes in a different dimension because no one says that. I wouldn't say, uh, no, I'm from Middle Tennessee. <laughs> like, like you're from Tennessee. Go choke on a rock. Like I'm tired of you already. I don't know why, but around here, whenever somebody's like, I'm from East Nashville, they're like, I'm from East Nashville, bro. Like I get it. We don't see a lot of East Nashvilleians apparently. I don't know. It's really weird. Lebanon is a rarity. <laughs> Lebanon is like a special form. Because there's only one girl in the classes from Lebanon besides me. And she was like, oh, I went to Central. I was like, oh, rivals. And then I just stopped talking. That's how I am. They're, like Some people just want to have a conversation about something. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I feel bad because I'm just like, okay. I don't ever really know what to say. I don't either. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here just to get this over with, get educated, mm-hmm. get that money eventually. I'm here to like uh, probably get my degree in journalism but never work in the field, probably work at Target for a few years. That's probably a lot of people's like life when they graduate college. They have this ambition. They graduate with their theater degree. Nothing about theater degrees. I'm just saying. I'm just using it as an example. It's just hard to get into. Yeah. Highly it competitive. It is. Some, like, if you go into, if you have a business degree, it's probably a lot easier to get business jobs. Whilst you have an English degree, a journalism degree, a theater degree, like, kind of the artsy type of degrees, they are harder to get into. And that's okay. That just means you have to work harder to get what you want. Well, day two, I was just already questioning, is this right for me? <laughs> Because it's just like every one of my classes, they read and consume so much news all the time. And I'm like, how do you have time to do this? Taylor, I think you're a great journalist. That's such a sweet compliment, but so false. <laughs> I do think you're great. <laughs> I haven't met end a lot. Up like Jason Blair and just fabricating everything. Hey, I haven't met a lot of journalists in my life, but I think you're one of the greatest I have met. <laughs> I'm cream of the crop. <laughs> you're better than me. But this week is like a, a solid D minus. <laughs> like it was rough. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I used to always say. When on the first day when they do those icebreakers where it's like, everyone go around the room, say Mm -hmm. your name, where you're from, and a fun fact. I used to think that fun facts were the worst things in the world because, like, while everyone else was doing it, I was, like, racking my brain trying to think of something Like, what is fun to me? What is a fun fact about me? But I've learned this week I would rather give a fun fact about myself than say what I want to do with my life because that question – I said something different in every class because I didn't know what to say. I was like, yeah, I think, like – like, it would be, like, really, like, cool to, like – like write for like online like 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 yeah and that's what it actually sounded like <laughs> I said Ugh. and the professor said wow there's a lot of jobs like for online and I would just nod it I I don't even know what I'm talking about in that class yeah I don't like talking about what I'm doing after college because some people have the, have a plan they said oh I'm gonna work here I'm gonna do this for this long I'm gonna have this many kids and I'm over here like, I don't even know what I'm going to take next semester. <laughs> it seemed like that. It seemed like everyone had just had their future locked and set into place. Because this one girl, she said, yeah, I'm going to start something for underprivileged youth and be the next Oprah. Oh. I said, good for her. How do you know that, like, that's what you want to do? That may be what, her, what she wants to do, but if it's going to happen, that's another question. And I'm like, I think that's cool that she has security and that she knows what she wants to do. Because I feel like I'm always just floating through life. Yeah, whenever somebody, like, either a professor or just, 
like somebody older than me, they they asked me, oh, what do you want? What kind of job do you want to go into after college? Whatever gets me money, <laughs> honestly. If you have any uh, college advice so that I don't drink bleach by like week three, just like leave it in a comment. Slide your fingers across the stars and say, hey, baby girl, you're going to be fine. It seems like Taylor's taking it a lot harder than I am. This but that's because you transferred to another school. It's okay. You'll make it. I'm here for you. I think it's cute when you walk into classes and like you don't know anybody. It's so cool. Oh, okay. And during breaks, I sit by myself. I do that too. I just sit outside and look at the parking lot wistfully like, when do I get to leave? I sit in the library just watching Golden Girls if I don't have work to do. <laughs> I haven't stepped a single toe into the library. I just like the library because it's quiet. Although when I try to eat something, it's kind of hard because it's like crunch. <laughs> Speaking of crunch... We don't have a sponsor, but <laughs> I feel like that would be a transition yeah. to a sponsor. Speaking like, of crunch, this week's podcast is sponsored by no. yeah, it's sponsored by Honey Bunches of Oats. We have the option to monetize it, and like I don't know, I'm like, would anyone actually pay? No, but um, crunch made me think of that scene from "To All the Boys I've Loved Before." Yeah, enough with our pathetic lives. Let's look at some <laughs> at someone else fictional characters' pathetic lives. So, um, to all the boys I've loved before is a new Netflix awesomeness collaboration project. Yeah, so two weeks ago, we reviewed Insatiable, which is deemed as the worst possible show to ever be on Netflix. And this movie, to all the boys I've loved before, is dubbed the best possible movie ever on Netflix. You know, right alongside the kissing booth. Oh, which I haven't even seen. I oh girl, I've seen it twice. <laughs> the poster maybe not one. It's, it's rough. It's a rough one. Uh, to all the boys I've loved before is based on the novel by author Jenny Han, who you may know from Summer I Turned Pretty trilogy, mm-hmm. which I read back in middle school. Isn't to all the boys I loved before? Isn't that a trilogy? Yeah. So what can you make a? Because the movie ended as if it's just... The, the way the movie ended with her... Um, we'll get to it. Yeah. With her confronting Jen, that's actually the beginning of the second book. Oh. And with John Ambrose McLaren showing up, second book. Okay. I don't know. I feel like it would be fine just as a just a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to have sequels for everything now? Because even the actors are like, we should have a sequel. Well, Jenny Han, the author, what I noticed... Last night, just as I was re last night, that's a lie, early this morning, 3.45, when I was watching this movie for the second time, that she has a formula for writing, because The Summer I Turned Pretty, the first book is about this girl who goes to, like, her family's summer house, and, like, there's two brothers, and she's like, oh, I love Conrad, oh, and then the second book, she's like, who do I choose? Love Triangle. That's how, like, the second book for It's kind of like Twilight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was first watching this movie, like, five minutes in... Um, Josh, who is Laura Jane's sister boyfriend, he walks in. And she's like looking at him, just like, "Oh my goodness, he's the prettiest thing I've ever seen." She has that dream about him in the field, the forbidden kiss, and yeah, the narration, the that, the narration, like the field, her gazing at her sister's boyfriend. It all kind of just seemed very Twilight esque to me, mm-hmm. which I'm not trying to offend. To all the boys I've loved before, because I do think it's like better than Twilight. It's better than a Twilight. The visuals for this movie 
are beautiful. It's yeah, it's pretty. It's very pretty. That school, oh my god! Even their bathroom, they have like freaking Tiffany, Tiffany blue like bathroom stalls and black the, and white like flooring. I'm like the, wow. The floor tiles. I really love the floor tiles. It's like that's what I want in my bathroom. And I loved the transition between the months with the like school mm-hmm. banner and it's like, I, November. Yeah. That's really cute. My school never did that. <laughs> I wish <laughs> <laughs> my cheap school. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so, how did you feel about the movie when you finished it? The first time I watched it, okay, well, I feel like, disclaimer, I did read the book at the beginning of the summer, and I was like, oh, it's kind of cute, but I thought Laura Jean was kind of annoying, Mm -hmm. um, and a little naive. After I finished the the first time, I was like, oh, that was cute, but I had issues, because everyone's like, oh my god, Peter and Laura Jean are like, OTP 100 goals, but I'm like, they left out the big scene in the book, which like leads to them like actually feeling for each other what 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 was the scene well there's a scene where this is like right after they've made the contract Mm -hmm. peter his mom owns this like antique store and she's like peter i need you to go to this estate sale they have some chairs that i want and he takes laura jean with him and that's like their first real bonding moment where they get close where they get personal I feel like their first big bonding scene in the movie was at his house mm-hmm. with, like, um, after the dinner. They're talking about each of their parents. Like, his dad left his family. Her mom died when she was little. And I feel like that was a really big bonding moment. And it was cute. But this is how I feel overall in the movie. It's a cute movie. It's cute, but there's not a lot of substance. It's, it's cute. And my biggest problem with the movie... And, and, well, at least it's not an offensive movie. I mean, it's not, like, something like that. But my biggest problem was when they decided, like, they were going to have a fake relationship. It was kind of a, it was just, like, okay, here, we're going to push this fake relationship onto the audience. I was, when it happened, I was like, okay, what just happened? What, I mean, we barely, the letters just got out. I mean, I thought we would spend more time on that part of the movie. It seemed like the letters didn't really do a lot. The movie is a lot different than the book. I feel mm-hmm. like they cut a lot of stuff out. Like, the main premise is there. Mm-hmm. But at the end, spoiler alert, not really, because, like, you can tell from the get-go. Yeah. Kitty, the littlest sister, who I'll talk about the actress in a minute. You know how she's like, I only released the letters because you were lonely and, like, I knew Peter liked you. Blah, 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 blah. How did she know Peter? Because when Laura almost backs over him with the freaking car. Oh, uh, okay. That was before the letters. Yeah, she's like, I didn't know. In the book, she did it because she was mad. Because Laura Jean made fun of her crush on Josh. Uh, I wish that would have happened instead. Yeah, it would have been better that way. Because their little, like, fight at, um, where Laura's like, I'm going to kill you. And then they just chase each other around. It was the most pathetic fight I've ever seen. Like, I have a little sister. And believe me. Like, we've had some intense fights. And that was just, that was not a fight. Clumps of hair ripped out. (laughs) That was not a fight. Scratch claw marks. Uh, You wouldn't believe. But the actress that plays Kitty, I think Kitty in the book is supposed to be eight years old. Mm. And in the movie, she's like 11. Mm -hmm. She's like 15 in real life. She's so freaking annoying. Oh, I thought she was like really funny. (laughs) I thought she was so annoying. I thought, um, what, Margot? First of all, Margot does not look like their sister. Margot is like, like you, like you can tell they're all actors because they just they do not look like siblings. And Margot is, I don't know, I didn't like her acting as much. 
I don't think she was in it a whole lot, really. No, because Laura Jean made it such a big deal that she wouldn't tell her sister about Peter. And I was like, why doesn't she want to tell her about Peter? What's this big deal? And then she's like, I just couldn't lie to you. Because (laughs) Margot's the oldest sister, and she's, like, the really responsible one because... I mean, the girls, they have their dad, but their mom passed, like, when they were really young. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry for any journalists out there, their mom died, because I know (laughs) pass is a euphemism. (laughs) She just passed by, though. Bye. She just said, see ya. (laughs) She pedaled away on her bike, said, see ya. But, um, yeah, she's dating the next-door neighbor, Josh, which is a mistake. Why would you date your neighbor? Like, if you break it, you're going to see them every day. Like, ugh. But... Yeah, so she's dating. She's about to go to college in Scotland, so she dumps Josh. She's like, I, you know, I need to be free. In the book, there's, like, another element to it, but I'm not going to say that for anyone who wants to read it. But, yeah, so when she goes, it's Laura Jean's turn to kind of step up, be the big sister, take care of Kitty, take care of their single father. He could do that himself. My God, I think it's just, like, their dad doesn't really know... Their dad's kind of like goofy TV dad where it's like, uh-huh, I burnt the dinner. I mean, I mean, he was pretty funny. Like, yeah. he was great. Well, he tries making them Korean food, and, you know, he's a white man. He can't do that. <laughs> Maybe boys struggle. He, he, he struggle, but we see, we see his love and his compassion. He gets it. And my main issue, well, first of all, Margo, I thought Margo was actually their mom. Like, she's 30 years years old in real life. Margo's and, played by a, oh, my God. What is it? Janelle Parrish? I don't know her name. I think it's Janelle Parrish. She plays Mona in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, so she's, like, actually older. Like, she's supposed to be, like, 18 in the movie. She's 30 years old. I mean, it's just one of those things. I, I guess because the act, the producers were like, she's not going to be in the movie as much. doesn't matter about her age. Because... The girl who plays Lara Jean, she's, like, 21, but she looks she, 16. She can pass for yeah. 16. She, yeah, she looks pretty young. Um, but Lara <laughs> Jean, whenever she likes boys, she's like, dear so-and-so, you're, like, so cute or whatever, but I can never be with you. Love, Lara Jean. And she puts him in a hat box. We all saw this problem. So, basically, what Lara does, she has all these intense emotions, and I actually, like, wrote down one of her quotes because it was so funny. She says, like, she writes his letters because her emotions are way too powerful. And, like, so she just, like, writes them down and she addresses them and then puts them up in a little box. And the quote she said was, reading my letters remind me of how powerful my emotions can be. And I thought that was the stupidest thing okay, I ever heard. Let me just say, that scene in the movie. So I, way, like, years ago, there was this, there's this YouTube channel, um, Yulin Quang, I think is how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. She does I Didn't Write This. It's a series. And she directs, like, little shorts from, like, different book excerpts. And she did this scene. And it is light years better than what they used for, like, this awesomeness thing. But I'll show you after, and I'll link it on the blog because it's, it's really good. But the letters get out. She freaks out. We all, this reminded me of a scene from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So Courtney's mad at Scott and her therapist is like, just like write a text, 
but like never send it to him. Just like, you need to get your emotions out there. So Courtney's writing the text. Kim sees it, grabs it, reads it, and, and she starts writing stuff down. And she accidentally presses send. And of course, Courtney and Scott have their breakup. They go through their thing. They got three more babies, whatever. And I was like, this is exactly the same. This is the same exact scenario. But I'm like... Why would you address it if you don't want it sent? Like, that, that's the thing. You don't have to address it. Yeah, that did come up in the later. I think Margot mentioned that. She said, why, like, you address it because you wanted, some, wanted it to be more than a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Also, so did she write? So she said she has five letters. Three of them are, like, from past crushes. Really? So, like, she doesn't still have a crush on, like, the kid from the UN or, like... John Ambrose McLaren is the kid from the UN, um, like model UN. It's like mm-hmm. a government club yeah. thing. She doesn't, but like she does. And like book two, she runs into him because she's like, I always thought John Ambrose McLaren was so cute. I wonder what he looks like now, blah, blah, blah. She sees him. Sparks why. Like electricity, I might die. Sorry. <laughs> See, that makes me think that like Laura Jane has like real like she must have no self-confidence because she still has crushes on these boys from like 10 years ago or five or 10 years ago I don't know I think she's just really naive which was a big problem that I had with her in the book because her decision making was just really poor Mm -hmm. um speaking of uh immaturity and just poor decision making Mm -hmm. Jen oh my god okay so the end we're not even there yet, but I just need to say it. Okay. When they're in the bathroom and Laura Jean's like, I know you put the picture of me and P- Peter out there because they were getting a little intimate, but it's nothing like, it's like totally like PG-13. It's not great. Yeah. But everybody thinks Everyone's like, it's basically porn. Yeah. And she confronts Jen and she's like, I'm telling you, I didn't do that. And then she like, it, it basically admits it's her. It's, again, different in the book. But she's like, are you mad about that kiss from the seventh grade? She's oh my god! I'm like girl. That was ten years ago. She's like, you knew I had a crush on him. Like, why would you do that? And Lauren's like, it was spin the bottle. She was like, like it's seventh grade, you psycho. And she's like, it, it was no tongue. And then Jen's like, but it was tongue to me. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the dumbest reasoning for like mm-hmm. actual child pornography. <laughs> like, that's so yeah. stupid. And she just got so mad. And I'm like, you got the guy anyway. So like, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. What's the issue? Huh. Everyone um, is saying Noah Centineo is like a cutie boy boy. Ugh. Can't agree. No. Uh, uh, I mean, he's a nice looking man, but personally not for me. <laughs> not I, said the dog. <laughs> I, I think the most, so I think the most annoying character in this entire movie was Chris, who was Jen's cousin. Oh and my Laura's god! Best yes. friend. She's annoying the book too. Like she's that typical hipster. Like I want to be I, cool. I want to be cool. Best friend. Like I, my best friend only has me. You know, I hate everybody else. I'm not afraid to stand up for myself. Like that kind of girl. And she's like, I go to an EDM concert. Like on a school night. She's like the kind of girl that thinks it's cute to like look drunk. Mm-hmm. But it's just, she's so annoying. Like, the scene when they're running on the track and Peter comes up saying he needs to talk to Laura Jean. And she's like, is it true that my cousin dumped you for a college guy? And he's like, is it true that you have a tail? 
She's like, yeah, it's cute and curly like a little piggy. And I'm like, stop. We don't care. And she's like, if you need me, I'll be in the nurse's office with the migraine, Googling pictures of Justin Trudeau shirtless. I'm like, shut up. It's, and for someone who hates their cousin, she really loves talking about her cousin. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I kind of get it. It's like an obsessive hate. Yeah. It's like when you just can't stop. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. They're just, like, all really immature. And if anything, Chris and Jen, they almost look too young for the characters they're playing. Really? That's how Mm -hmm. I felt. I feel like Chris didn't even matter. Like, she didn't even have to be in this movie. Yeah, she's like a character. If you cut her, it wouldn't change Mm -hmm. literally anything. Yeah, I mean, uh, Laura Jane would have to find another way to, like, go to the ski trip. Because she said, if Chris comes, I'll come. And, And she was hoping that Chris would say no. And Chris was like, but you need to go to get with Peter. You know what? Like, because nobody knows their relationship is fake. Mm -hmm. So Laura Jean's like, whenever Jen is, like, talking to Peter, like, trying to get him back. But I guess she has Lucas. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm just, like, reminiscing. I'm sorry. How cute. But, like... (laughs) (laughs) What was I going to say? Oh, should we talk about the real-life stuff that's going on with this movie? What real-life stuff? Okay, so the kid that plays... I say the kid. He's a grown adult. The guy that plays Josh, mm-hmm. Israel Vusard, or whatever his name is. He looks like Rami Malek. Kind of. Like, I looked at him and was like, that looks like Rami Malek. I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. Yeah. And then I saw, like, the news. He was all like... Yeah, 2016 tweets from blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, that. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, crush died. <laughs> I said done. <sighs> people, I wonder what people, like, go back to all these people's, like, Twitter just to, like, try to call them out. So, like, who spins, like, two? I like, don't even think they do it with that intention. I feel like some people do, though. Like, that whole James Gunn thing, there were people that, like, deliberately tried to, like... You know the whole James Gunn situation? Who's James Gunn? Okay, he was the directors of director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, he said some pretty messed up stuff, like, 2008 on Twitter. And, like, there were, like, um, conservative, like, Republicans going back in his Twitter, like, all the way back just to try to find something to, like, call him out on. See, I don't think I would ever go into it that with that intent, but I know, like, a lot of these young people they're like oh my god this person's cute i'm gonna stalk their twitter I'm gonna okay go all the way see back. that's what I, I didn't know if it was like deliberate or like i was just wondering like who would like spend like all their time just going back on somebody's tweets but with him you wouldn't even really have to go back that far because it's only it's like 2016 so what did he like wasn't it like racist stuff some racial things some political things and it's not even the political stuff that i so much have a problem with you can support whoever you want to i don't care but like he said something about, like, Japanese people. Mm. And I was like, mm, and you're working on mm, a movie with the cast. It's predominantly Asian. Mm, yeah. I don't know about that. Mm. Like, that's how I felt. Ooh. The tea has been spilled. And then Noah Centineo. They're like, you know how they put out those fact videos? Mm-hmm. After it's like, seven facts you didn't know about yeah. Noah Centineo. Isn't that, like, clever news? Like, like, all, like I think yeah. that and Nikki, Nikki Swift. Yeah. They put them out, and it's like, blah, blah, blah. All the comments are like, and his nudes leaked. <laughs> okay. And it's like, Insta got hacked. Well, that and every fan's like, I already knew all these. I just I just wanted to know if there was something else I didn't know. Oh, my God. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm like, hey, girls, they're awful. <laughs> but... 
his oh my god what am I trying to say whenever I saw him on the screen playing Peter Kavinsky all I could see was Jesus from the Fosters <laughs> because he's not playing the same character but I feel like his acting range isn't that big yeah I mean, maybe it is, but he just hasn't gotten a lot of roles out of it. And I also hate when, like, this movie, like, something like this comes out, and just because a boy is cute, like, everybody wants to stand him. Mm-hmm. Stand him. Stand him. <laughs> stand him. Everyone wants to stand him. This isn't from Virginia. No big deal. Yeah, everybody just loves him. Everyone's I mean, like, I knew him from Austin and Allie. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> oh, my God. See, this movie, when did this movie come out? Like, a month ago? I think more, even more recent than that. Okay, because this movie came out. I like had read the synopsis. And I was like, you know what? This doesn't seem interesting to me. I really don't want to watch this. We watch it for a podcast, but you know what? That's for business. And <laughs> I was gonna say something. <laughs> and everything on Twitter was like Laura Jean and like Peter and stuff like that. And people were saying like Peter Parker, Peter Kavinsky. I'm like. Oh, Peter that. Parker, like, do we even need to compare? Me when my hand just automatically goes... <laughs> like, I don't care which one it is. Toby, Andrew, Tom, it's, them. it's always Peter. Because here's the deal. Like, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid. I just like, don't see the appeal of Peter Kaminsky. I'm like, he didn't really do that much. He just kind of had the same issues as Lara in some, like... My dad ran away. <laughs> like, they just had, like, commonalities, I guess. Like, few commonalities. Mm-hmm. And because they skipped a lot of that relationship building that the book has, it kind of doesn't make sense how they get from it did kinda, making a relationship to being all in. It did kind of make a 180, like, really quick. Yeah. I it was did. very insta-love. And the thing is, she the entire movie was built around the fact that she had this giant crush on Josh, but she needed to, like fake the relationship with Peter to make it seem like she doesn't have a crush on Josh. And then, like, Josh is barely in it. This boy don't got his time. Because once she starts spending time with Peter, she's not hanging around Josh so much. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Josh is when, finally, when, like, ooh, ooh, hold on, remind me to come back to this line in a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's like, Josh is like, you don't need to, d- I am so sorry, I just said, like, a million times. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I had like a stroke for a second. So she, (laughs) but no, Josh says, you know, Peter's not the right guy for you. He's a jerk. He's this, he's that. And Laura's like, I keep saying Laura, whatever y'all know. It's like, oh, so I can't date someone, but you can. Oh my gosh. And I kind of get it because Josh is sort of coming off like he's talking down to her. Yeah, like an older brother type yeah, of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, sweetie, that's not your role. Let her make her own mistakes. Mm-hmm. But the thing that kind of triggered me a little was when Peter is sitting with Laura, not the first time at the diner, but the second time. He's like, so why have you never had a boyfriend? You know what? Uh-huh. I, I used to get asked that, like, all the time in high school. Like, either when are you going to get a boyfriend? Why haven't you had a boyfriend? You know what? It, sometimes it just works that way. I'm sorry. Sorry that I'm destined to die alone. It's not my fault. Yeah, like, not everybody has their first love in high school. Their first... (laughs) I'll be looking if I have one by my... Like, when I'm 50. (laughs) Well, everybody's like, you'll meet your true, like, partner in college. (laughs) (laughs) My community... 
commuting self <laughs> begs to differ. Like, maybe I should major in communication so I can know how to communicate well, with people. Well, here I am three years in, uh, haven't got that ring by spring, <laughs> no, nothing during cupping season, nothing. Okay, so what were you going to say before? I don't even know what you were trying to say. So. But yeah, he was like, why have you never had a boyfriend? And I was just like, ew, how are you going to answer that question? Mm. Like, what do you say? Because nobody likes me? What did she say? She was like, I'm scared of... I think she said no one's been interested in me. He's like, that's a lie. That guy asked you to the dance last year. Oh, you know what she said? She said something like, the more people you let in your life, the more people leave or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like completely cheesy and cliche. Mm-hmm. And I cringed. That was... I, I only cringed a few times during this movie. But like, thank goodness for that. Because sometimes I just like cringe. Like at Twilight... It's just like, oh, gosh. The way she said it was cheesy, but, like, the meaning behind what she said, I kind of understood it. I get it. Because it's like when you have, you let people really get to know you. Even if it's not romantic, you just be, like, a friend. Mm -hmm. You let someone really get to know you. And then, like, let's say you have a falling out or you distance yourself from them or whatever. They know all this stuff about you, Mm -hmm. but they don't talk to you anymore. And, like, that is uncomfortable. Yeah. I was very confused. Well, I wasn't really confused. Like, the beginning of the movie, she talked about how her and Josh were, like, really good friends as kids. And then he started dating Margot. And that kind of just, like, shifted away from being, like, really close friends, which I totally get. Like, it would be weird if, like, your best friend dated your sister or whatever. And But, like, when they were talking later, and, you know, Josh said, like... Um, or, like, Laura said, like, just because, like, I can't date anybody or whatever. And I'm like, y'all two haven't, like, been really good friends for a while. Mm-hmm. So why are you, like, getting so defensive? Like, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's so weird. They're both getting defensive. I think it's that feeling of, like, having this one friendship mm-hmm. forever and then it's gone. Yeah. And it makes you, like, angry. Yeah. And especially them because they live right next to each other it's not like a friend like oh like i never see that person anymore like they yeah. see each other every day yeah and laura jean also said that chris was her only friend but i mean she still says that josh is her friend i think after the breakup it's just sort of like yeah awkward and then with the letter she doesn't want to talk to him about it yeah and i get it and he's like laura you can't just stay locked up in your room writing letters to people who like We'll never see him. You gotta tell him how you feel. I'm like, uh, I get that to a degree, but also rejection. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you understand? I I understood what Margo was coming from when breaking up with Josh, but she kind of did it like right then and there. Mm-hmm. And Margo was even saying like, why would you show the plane tickets like in front of my family or whatever? Yeah, he bought plane tickets to visit her in Scotland. Yeah, and she's like, why would you show it like right then and there? I'm like, why didn't you just like accept it and then say later, like do it in private? It was a decision that she knew she was going to make for a while because her mom's like, yeah, like you don't need to go to college tied down. I'm like, you're in a different country. So I get they probably would have broken up mm-hmm. like naturally. Like, yeah. even if they'd stayed together while she'd gone, they would have broken up because they wouldn't have been able to see each other. Yeah. Not that long distance never works out, but, but when it's you're, difficult. When you're, like, high school and college kids, mm-hmm. it probably is more difficult. And when she's, like, not on the other side of the globe, but a good ways away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I don't know. Mario, to me, just didn't seem like an important character. She wasn't. Like, the only thing they needed it for was a plot device to explain why 
Laura Dean can't be with Josh. Yeah. Because you can't use Kitty for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, creepy. Kitty, her sitting. Good thing I brought my helmet. I said, oh, I can't. See, you say that, but that's like totally my sister, so I get that. I was like, I hate it. I, I, I just get it because I'm an older sister. Like, whenever I would drive my sister to school, she would just be terrified. I mean, I'm terrified of when my sister, my sister drives and I'm in the car with her. Only child syndrome. <laughs> but... I don't know. I felt like a lot of the characters just weren't really essential. And honestly, even the main characters weren't that essential. Mm-hmm. This is a movie where it just felt like there wasn't... It was just... It relied on pretty visuals and, like, a good soundtrack. Yeah. Instead I mean, of, it, it wasn't a horrible movie. It's not awful. It's better than The Kissing Booth. Ooh. I mean, I think a lot of people would say that. The Kissing Booth is just a hot mess.com. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't watch it again. It's... This isn't... I'd watch it for the colors. I wouldn't, like, not even for that. These type of movies... I've said this before. Like, I'm not into these type of movies. They're they're always cliche to me. Like, I still haven't finished Mean Girls because I I just didn't like it. And the only high school movie that I really enjoyed was The Edge of Seventeen. That was such a good movie, and I totally recommend it. It's really great. It's really, like authentic I would agree realistic you've seen it mm-hmm. it's a very good movie you can watch it on YouTube for free <laughs> that's all we support piracy <laughs> but it's on there but save your money yeah anyways where I are think we? like when cliche is supposed to be cliche it's good mm-hmm. like 1980s high school mu- mu- whoa I just said 1980s high school musicals <laughs> 1980s high school movies are supposed to be cliche like John Hughes. They're mm-hmm. not supposed to really make sense yeah. or have like strong, strong plots, but they're fun. They're enjoyable. Mm-hmm. This one, I just felt like casting could have been better. But the second you see awesomeness come across the screen, you knew it's not going to be something. Amazing. Something about this day and age just doesn't do these high school cliche movies right. They don't know how to. They don't know how to use things. They don't know how to cast correctly. No. And the dialogue is always stupid. I no hate offense. dialogue. I'm like, have you ever heard someone actually talk in real life? That's how I feel every time I watch a TV show or a movie. I'm like, do people actually talk like this? No. That's why I'm always so happy when I hear natural dialogue. Mm-hmm. When I hear people speak in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Because I need to hear a few likes in there. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that in there, but not Valley Girl. Mm-hmm. Just, that's the only time we'll ever hear it like that. Yeah, when it's some dumb girl that's like, 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 like me. When I'm presenting yeah. my important fact about myself to the class. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it just, like, isn't very good. And then Chris, especially with the scene with the boots in the hallway. I'm like, oh, oh my God. So dumb. She's like, look at your Uggs, Jen. She's like, that's not fair. You know my beak is cold. <laughs> like, what are you? I mean, it was funny, but it was stupid. I was like, <laughs> Happening. You know, it's okay if you wear Uggs. Personally, I wasn't like, wasn't Laura Jane wearing those like big platform? They what, were what like boots, but they had heels. Oh. So the platforms are the party scene. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember any of this stuff. Also, that party scene, like, who owned that house? Yeah, and the guy, isn't he from Vine? King Botch? Yeah. He's yeah, old he, as he's, he's pretty old. I know, I, I saw him in there. What is he doing? Yeah, there? and he's playing a high schooler. 
they just need to be like a YouTuber or like social media star you know in there. The movie I think is done by Awesomeness, but I'm not sure. But it was actually like kind of good in a campy mm-hmm. kind of way. The Babysitter. I I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen it. With like Bella Thorne. Mm-hmm. It's honestly it's pretty good. Okay. Like I would say, like I'm not saying it's like the Academy Award goes to, but like, yeah. it's pretty good. There's this movie out. I, you know, the Fine Brothers on YouTube, they do, mm-hmm. like, all the react Rocky videos. And I think they, like, produced this movie called F the Prom. I haven't seen it, but the trailer just does not look good. I think I've seen... It has, oh, I have seen it. has, like, Madeline Pedge. 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 And, um, Aiden Alexander. Yeah. And some other people. It has all of them in there. You know what movie I want to do a podcast on? What? Uh, Sierra Burgess is a loser. I saw. Was that is that a TV show or a movie? It's a. I think it's a movie. Okay. When is it? Is it out? Coming out? It comes out on September seventh. We can do. That. It has Noah Centineo. Oh. As the main boy. Oi. And it's Oi? the girl. I feel bad because I can't remember what her real name is, but the girl who plays Barb from. Yeah, Spanish. I can't. Re- oh gosh, like I know this it. This is gonna bug remember. me now. I'm gonna Google it. Oh, it's gonna bug me. Who is Bark from Stranger Things? I don't really know. <laughs> wow, Siri just the like shaded. Shade. I don't really know. <laughs> oh my, that was the funniest thing. Hold on. Oh my goodness, that was hilarious. I love how that wasn't even like planned or whatever. That is so beautiful. <laughs> What is her name? I can't get good wife. Oh, it's Purser. Isn't it Shannon Purser? Yeah, it's her. Or Sharon Shannon? Shannon. It's Shannon. Okay. She plays Sierra Burgess, who's a freaking loser. Apparently. And it's another high school movie. Can't, Netflix has done such good shows and movies without being in the high school. I want to see world. some college. I want to see some kids crying in some textbooks. There aren't a lot of college no. movies. There, there never are. Like, there's a show called Community. It's based at Community College, but... And if anything, so. college, it's easier. I feel like it'd be easier to make a college movie. Yeah, because... You have older people. Yeah. And the thing, like, with the wardrobe, in college, you can wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Whereas in high school, they'll have people in, like, mini skirts and heels. I'm like, sweetie. Yeah, the outfits in... Um, like, the outfits in To All the Boys I Loved Before, it was really cute, mm-hmm. but... Nobody just kitty. That floral hat that she wore <laughs> in the airport. She just said, "What is that?" Her braids that just like her one braid in her hair. <laughs> but she had that hat with like the flat bill. Mm-hmm. I said, Ugh. and then she had the feminist necklace. Yeah, and she said, "Maybe it's Moon Day." And the dad's like, "Menstrual cycles, blah 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 blah." And she's like, "Yeah, what do you know, Doctor Man?" He's a gynecologist. I'm like, chill <laughs> out. <laughs> Oh, and then that scene where Chris goes up to, like, is talking to her dad, not her dad, but Laura Jean's dad, and she's like, so what made you, like, want to, like, go to college and be like, I want to look at women's vaginas all day as a career. And he's like, I'm leaving the kitchen now. I'm yeah. like, I'm leaving. Skirch. And, like, he delivers babies for a living. Do we know why Laura Jean's mom died? Because nope. I don't even know if they said it in the book. I just know, knew that she died. They didn't talk about it. They just said that it was, like... Kitty mentioned that she was still eating mush when her mom died, so she never got to, like, taste her home cooking. So, like, it was just a long time ago. I'm seeing so many connections to this in the kissing booth. Wow. The main girl, her mom dies. Oh, my gosh. Every character has to have a dead parent. It's it's usually the mom. Yeah, because they don't have that figure. But if it's, like, 
Well, yeah. I mean, if it's a main character is a guy, I mean, I guess it could be like their dad's dead because they don't have that fatherly figure. Even so, like I feel like even when it's the main character, is a guy. Okay. Like I feel like the mom's still dead all the time because that mom is the caring one. She's the nurturer. You know, you know what it is. If the main character's a guy, the mom's dead, but the dad's abusive. That's how yep. it goes. <laughs> I was like, actually, gonna the say dad, that. the dad's a drinker. He's like, the you're the like, reason your mom's dead, or I'm the reason your mom's dead. Dad like coming home, like smacking him around. He's like, mom's dead, boy. Yeah, edge of t- edge of seventeen. The dad's dead. She watched her dad die. It's pretty depressing, actually. Yeah, and her dad was the only one who really understood her. Yeah, because her mom's kind of out there yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) so should we take a quizzy whizzy i think we should okay for this week's quizzy whizzy we're doing what your frozen yogurt order says about you because they drank yogurt this korean yogurt it's not the same as frozen yogurt but like they didn't have. They only have frozen yogurt quizzes on BuzzFeed. And we like yogurt. Yeah. This one comes from Joanna Borns, a BuzzFeed staff member. Yeah. What your frozen yogurt order says about you. So pick a frozen yogurt flavor. Tart, vanilla or vanilla. If vanilla. That's how you say it. Cake batter, chocolate, coffee, peanut butter. Why does that peanut butter look like orange? Yeah, it looks like a creamsicle. Mint, strawberry, coconut, or some other flavor. Now, I'm a mint kind of gal, but not frozen yogurt mint. But. I'm heavily leaning towards cake batter. I'm going towards peanut butter. I love me some peanut butter. I just ate almond butter this morning. Woo, it was good. Some good good? Mm-hmm. Very expensive, but it's good. True. Yeah. 100% true. The cheapest one I could find was like $6. They're not yeah. here to play. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing peanut butter. I want like cake batter. Do you mix flavors? Always. Sometimes. Only if there are two I really want or never. Mm. See, I feel like the sometimes goes in with the only if there are two I really want. I guess I'll say only if there are two I really want. That's what I would say because normally I just get one flavor. Mm -hmm. But if I can't decide, I'll just do like half and half. Sometimes if they have like a cheesecake flavor, I'll get that. Oh, cheesecake. It's just so good. Pick a fruit topping. No fruit. I've never tried food. (laughs) (laughs) Raspberries, kiwi, blueberries, (laughs) banana, mango, blackberries, strawberries, peaches, or pineapple. See, I put banana and strawberries on mine. Banana sounds really good, but because I chose cake batter... I would probably get raspberry. Yeah. See, I chose peanut butter, so I think banana would go good with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting banana. I always put fruit on my frozen yogurt. Pick a second fruit topping. I said no fruit. I said no fruit. Peaches. Blueberries. Bananas. Blackberries. Mango. Strawberries. Raspberries. Kiwi. Or pineapple. Ooh. Since we get another option, I'm putting strawberries, and I'm very happy about that. Why do I want to pick? I'm not going to pick a second fruit. I'm just going to stick okay. with my one. So I'm going to put a second fruit. Okay. Pick a topping. Gummy bears. Reese's cup. 
Not freaking Reese's. Whoever says that, that's incorrect. Reese's. It's Reese's. Reese's. M&M's, cherries, coconut, or none of these. I always put I always put gummy bears on mine because it gets cold, and I love cold gummy bears. I think these choices in particular, if chocolate chips was on here, I would pick that. I don't usually put chocolate on my toppings. I put, if there's like cheesecake um, bites or like cookie dough bites, then I'll put that. But this is, that's not an option. I think out of these choices, I would say none of these because I'm not really vibing with any of these. I'm putting gummy bears. Pick another topping. Coconut cherries, gummy bears. I mean, it's not how it is. I'm paying none of these. <laughs> oh, here is my spot. Okay, my joint. okay. Oh, yes. Pick another topping. Peanut butter chips. Chocolate chips. Chocolate? <laughs> chocolate? What are they selling? Chocolate? <laughs> Yogurt chips. Rainbow sprinkles. Chocolate sprinkles are none of these. See, I love me some yogurt chips, but I don't think I'm vibing right now with these options. I don't think I've ever seen yogurt chips. They look like just white chocolate chip cookie or white chocolate chips. I would get tricked and feel bamboozled if I got yogurt mm. chips. I think I'm going to pick chocolate. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to pick any. I'm just not in the mood. You got your gum gums. You I, I do have my gum gums. <laughs> none. Pick another topping. Uh, same choices. Same choices, and I'm going to put none. I'm going to pick none of the above because I got my chocolate chips. That's all I cared about. Pick another topping. My gosh. They're going to be paying a lot for this yogurt. Cookie dough. Peanuts. And they're like really like finely milled. It's not like whole peanuts. I don't like that. I want like whole peanuts. I want the crunch. Yeah. Almonds or almonds. They're sliced. Fruity pebbles. Captain Crunch. There's always freaking Captain Crunch. I swear. It's Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Granola. <laughs> Fruit pearls, a.k.a. boba. See, that's what I... I don't know it as boba. Because to me, boba is like the tapioca. Like, mm-hmm. you get in, like, the boba tea. Mochi or none of these? I have to say fruit pearls. I would say... I'm trying to remember what I already put on there. I've got cake batter ice cream. Or ice cream. That's <gasps> blasphemous. <laughs> cake batter frozen yogurt. Sorry. Raspberries and chocolate chips. Ooh, hold on. I don't really want cereal on there. because I've never had cereal on mine. I don't think I would want that on there. They always have, like, those big things of just cereal where you can just, like, dump it in there. you got to be very careful because you could get a whole bunch. I think I'd put granola. I do like granola, but I don't think – I like it in actual yogurt, not, like, frozen yogurt. I just like that crunch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say fruit pearls. I have to have fruit pearls. Pick another topping. Same choices. Okay, so it has cookie dough this time. But I'm thinking that may be a little too much because I have peanut butter frozen yogurt. If I have vanilla, that's a different question. And I'm actually going to go with peanuts. No, almonds. I'm going to go with almonds. You love your truth. Yeah. I'm not going to choose any this time. There's so many other. (laughs) Pick another topping. Cheesecake bites. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> this is like killing me because I would want that. But see, like now it's getting to the point. It's like I would choose that, but I already have stuff on there. I have, like I imagine just piled up right now. Graham cracker, chocolate mints, <gasps> Oreos, brownie bites, or none of these. Okay, so I would want like cheesecake I want cheesecake bites. I would want cheesecake bites or chocolate mints, but you know what? I gotta. I just gotta stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> 
I'm trying to remember what's on there. See, if I would have known Cheesecake Bites was going to be an option, I wouldn't have put granola on there. She, that's, BuzzFeed is tricking us. I feel bad for, like, eating all this. <laughs> I think... Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, I'm, like, conflicted. I want cheesecake. Okay, what do I have? I have peanut butter, um, frozen yogurt. I have strawberries, bananas, almonds, and those fruit... Uh, the boas. Do I have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I picked cheesecake. Mmm. Because I could live off of cheesecake. I'm going to get that. When I go home, I'm going to Kroger. Or no, I'm going to Publix. I'm going to buy myself a cheesecake. Okay. I'm actually going to say none of these. I'm going to stay away. I'm just going to. I'm just going to stay away. It, it breaks my heart. Oh, my gosh. Picking the other topping. Hold on. You know what? I just said I just talked a big game about some cheesecake. I'm switching to brownie bites. I'm sorry. I don't like brownie bites. I like brownies, just not brownie bites. I love a good brown brown. So pick another topping. It's the same toppings. None of these. None of these. I'm leaving you behind, cheesecake baby girl, but I'm coming for you this afternoon. Pick a sauce. Chocolate syrup. Hot fudge. Peanut butter. Oh, you know I got to put that on my face. <laughs> Drop a berry sauce. Marshmallow cream. I love that stuff. I've never seen I've never been to a frozen yogurt place with marshmallow cream. I don't like marshmallows. I don't like like right like eating yeah. straight out of the bag marshmallows, but I'm here for a roasted s'more. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. Caramel sauce, whipped cream or no sauce. I'm gonna say I never get sauce. Whipped cream is not a sauce, is all I wanna say. Neither is marshmallow cream. I would or say, peanut butter. Peanut butter's not a cream. I'm just like treating sauce. this as if it's the last time I'm ever going to have frozen yogurt in my life. I'm getting whipped cream. I'm not getting any sauce. I never get sauce on frozen yogurt. Pick a second sauce. Who could? <laughs> I'm getting chocolate. I mean, no. The results are in. Oh. Do you want to read yours first? Okay. I got intelligent and thoughtful. <laughs> oh. Wow. Me too. It says... Wow, just wow. You really know what you're doing in frozen yogurt, but also in life. Not true. You have it together. Not true. Even <laughs> if it doesn't feel like it sometimes. You're ahead of the game compared to most people. Yeah, like morons maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Not the regular average Joe's so we, out there. So we got the same thing. Yeah. Wow. And a, picture, a really cute picture of oh. some yogurt. I really want some frozen yogurt. Oh my God. I want a whole cheesecake and a whole frozen yogurt. We don't live near any any place that is frozen yogurt. They closed both of my baby girls down. So how am I supposed to get? I can get some Italian shaved ice. I can get ice cream from Dairy Queen I or Sonic. Sonic and just look at the. I'm not a big Sonic ice cream. Person. I don't like their ice. It's just mix. I like um, their milkshakes. Milkshakes. I really like it. I like how thick it is. I like a thick powdery. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Uh, I like Chick Fil A's milkshakes. I don't think I've ever had Chick-fil-A milkshake. They're pretty good. Hmm. Milkshake sand cherry. Ooh. And ooh, my my number one right now, because we got a cookout recently. Mm-hmm. Let me get a mocha shake. Ooh. Sounds good. I like uh steak and shake milkshakes. I can't go to steak and shake. Why is that? Ours is so awful. Oh my oh. god. It's like the service. You want to wait for an hour to get a cup of water. I mean that's kinda, that's kinda how it is at our steak and shake. But, like, you know, the food's good. Is that cheap. a universal thing? Are all steak and shakes a hot It mess? seems like it. Because I went to one in Gatlinburg, and it was like that. 
And it was like MTSU's like that. Yeah, and ugh, it's it's just horrible. And you can't go through a drive-through because I went there and they gave me the wrong order. The thing is, I didn't notice because I forgot what my sister asked me to get her. So I just took it and just like went with it. They forgot like two of my drinks. They got me, they gave me the wrong burger. I built a French fry tower in there once. Ooh, I like their um, the Cajun seasoning. It's pretty good because their fries by themselves nasty. Their nasty. cookie butter shake, which is like one of the holiday exclusives. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got like one of their mint shakes and their chocolate shakes before. So yeah. good. Speaking of holiday exclusives, the PSL is back. Ooh, I don't like pumpkins. Spice latte. I don't like pumpkin or coffee. So. <laughs> I could have pumpkin injected straight into my body. Okay. I like pumpkin seeds. I like pumpkin I've seeds. I never had pumpkin seeds. Um, I get them in my trail mix. I mean, I don't like especially make my trail mix. It just always has it that way. I just said that. That's the biggest lie I've ever told. What? I realized I buy this granola. It has pumpkin seeds. Wow. <laughs> I've never had like, you know, some people like they make it and they pick the seeds out and they like bake them or whatever. That's what we used to do. I've never done that. We used to do that. And then my dog, like she would get into the pumpkins. My dog, like when we carve pumpkins, she like seed the pumpkin and then she would throw it up later. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite seed? <laughs> I like sunflower seeds. Um, I think that's all for this week. It's kind of a short episode. Oof. It is. But, you know, there was a whole lot to talk about with this. With this movie. Yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Courage and Doll. Check out our blog, CourageDollPodcast.wordpress.com. Got it. Bye. Bye.